Thank you for tuning in. This is the Fit Minute Podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, and lifestyle. And now for the show. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and on today's show, I have Brad Williams. He's a personal trainer, gym owner, and he is the host of the podcast, Over 40 Fitness Hacks. So welcome to the show today, Brad. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, Gabby. Yeah. So this is something that's super relatable to a lot of people, especially people over 40 or nearing 40. So we can totally understand uh, getting into your 40s and things happen and it's not the same as when you were in your 20s. So um, I love that you have a podcast that addresses that and addresses like life, right? Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, I want to start a little bit first by, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself and your history and who you are and why you decided to get into a podcast that addresses turning 40 and things that happen. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I've been a, uh, you know, personal trainer, gym owner for the last 15 years here in Orange County, California, uh, currently in Huntington Beach, California. Um, Grew up in Central California. My mom was a a nurse. My dad was a doctor. So I was always kind of fitness minded and had that kind of lifestyle growing up. Didn't know I was going to end up doing that until after college and, you know, getting a business major. And then, okay, I want to open my own business. And I really like passionate about health and wellness and helping other people. Thus, you know, started the the brick and mortar gym career. Um, And then just doing business here in California is just tough. You know, a lot of competition, laws and such and then you know covid was just icing on the cake so you know obviously a lot more people are pushing more into the online world which you know i'd already started that but now a lot of the business is coming from that and uh you know a few years ago i started uh my podcast and uh you know that was kind of always my personal training clients were always the kind of over 40 maybe even 50 and above and just really enjoyed training them you know other trainers did the young athletes and and uh, different, you know, styles and stuff like that. But that was kind of my thing. And that's why I created my show just to be more of the over 40. And my tagline is, you know, you know, helping the over 40 crowd lose weight and fight the aging process, but without giving up their social life. Because I'm real big on that as well. You know, we all got to have fun and all that, but within reason, and here's all my little hacks I've discovered being 40 myself. And, uh, you know, if a personal trainer is struggling to, to lose some weight, you can imagine the rest of the, the population. So I'm so here to true. help and, you know, as well as yourself. So, yeah, I'm very much the personal trainer, the person that loves to tell people, like, live reality, live, live realistically. Like, you always see these these people or these trainers or Instagram where these people look perfect and they have their six packs abs and and you're like, how do they do it? Well, they probably don't love life. Like, I mean, let's be real. Like you have to be perfect and on it all the time, unless you just genetically look like that. It's not, it's not realistic for most people to be perfect all the time. You have to still love what you do and enjoy exercise and enjoy a glass of wine here and there, or enjoy a piece of pizza. Like it's okay to do those things. It's just, you just have to do things within reason. You're not, you can't eat a whole piece of pizza and drink seven bottles of wine. Like let's be real and and realistic and understanding that we are human. And, you know, there is a price to pay for doing one or the other, either you're going to be really, really hungover or you're going to gain, you know, (laughs) so we're we're human, we're all human. And, and, and even trainers, even your trainers are as well. Yeah. And, you know, having at one point I had three gyms and my main source of income was actually not even clients. It was renting space to other trainers. So I got to see all walks of life. 
And the ones that hit that, you know, category that you were mentioned, that's the perfect model bodies. And one, half of them are on stuff that, you know, we don't need to talk about, but yep, yep. two, they are hardcore dieting and doing all this stuff. And seven days a week, two times a day doing cardio, all this, they're the most, you know, it works for them. But for me, they're the most boringest people on the planet. Yeah. So I'm more of the social. So I'd kind of, you know, steer away from them and do my thing. And, you know, you find who you vibe with the best. And that's, that's kind of where I am. So yeah. And if that's what you love, all more power to more you, power. more power to you. I, by all means, you go for it. I'm, I'm proud of you. I am not that person. I yeah. want to no. enjoy a bowl of pasta and a glass of wine and then, you know, do nothing sometimes, you know, <laughs> and still be and still feel good about myself and still be healthy and strong and and have that for most of my clients and be relatable to clients as well. You know, you have to be relatable to those people. And there's there is a trainer for those people. There is a trainer for the majority of people that, you know, are going to not be in the gym six hours a day as well, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And that was the beauty of being the gym owner and, you know, get to know all those trainers. I'd meet the clients first, you know, due to my marketing efforts and I would know who to put them with, you know, more it's good for them too. But for me as the gym owner, I need to make sure this client sticks because that's where my source of income comes as well. Right. But uh, so it was a, you know, perfect match for both sides. Yeah. So. so in all of your time being a personal trainer, being a gym owner, you now started this over 40 fitness hacks can you tell me what are some of the most major fitness hacks that you've come uh, come about or that you think are most important that you talk about on your show? Yeah. So for mine, I'll start with kind of the, the, the most boring one that everyone hears all the time is, you know, need more protein, but you know, more of like why you need more protein. Um, and in the personal training field, um, you know, our main job is to build muscle. So our job is to build muscle efficiently so you don't get hurt. Uh, raise up your BMR, that's basal metabolic rate. And what that means is the more muscle you have, the more energy you're burning just at rest. So when you build up this muscle, say you're you know, burning 1500 calories a day, if you were just to not leave your bed, you know, after a program of three to four months, you're building this muscle. Now you're hopefully burning 18 to 2000 calories. You know, that's kind of more of like my body size and maybe a little less for, for other people. But that's the whole point is, now, every day without doing anything else, you're burning, burning more, more which is helping you get to your thing. So then it then kind of stems with like, OK, well, now the over 40 crowd, you know, it's harder to assimilate protein. The aging process is happening. It's fighting us. Um, we need to get smarter. We need better sources of protein. So we can't just, you know, in our 20s, we were all cheap and buying the whey protein concentrate. And half of us over 40 now have allergies to all this stuff. I know I do. <laughs> So I can't even, my body can't even have weight anymore. I'll go into anaphylactic shock, like super not fair. I want to not laugh lesson. at that. Like, yeah. I want to not laugh. Why is it so true? <laughs> well, I can laugh because it happened to me. No. But uh, no, just finding better sources of protein. So for me, it was pea protein was the next, you know, widely bioavailable uh, with the next bioavailable score that was good. It was cheap enough. And then getting something like isolate. Versus the concentrate. So it's more finely uh, processed, easier for the body to take in. And thus, you need, you know, it doesn't take as much to, to get what you need out of it. And like I said, being over 40, you need to be more efficient with your with your choices. So, Definitely. and that, you know, that's not to say to live off a of protein shakes. That's just, just a supplement. And obviously, the more real food you eat, the better. 
Um, and then not only that, but you know, eating real food, you can help yourself with taking some digestive enzymes, especially if you're eating meat, that'll help break down that protein. So just all, all my hacks are to just give that, that person just a little extra edge. And, and over time, you start seeing these, these trends uh, working for you. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about, not to get, get us to that men's fitness or women's fitness uh, bodybuilder physique anymore. If, if, you, if you're wanting that, you got to go on a different show. That's not, that's yeah. not what my thing's yeah. about. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you, you need to be on a, a bodybuilding show. Yeah, because you're you're gonna be on a whole different diet for that. <laughs> you're you're gonna be cutting a lot of things out of life. That's yep. that is a very very restrictive, very 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 restrictive diet, very very regimented uh, exercise program as well. Not nope. not what I do. Not what I do either. <laughs> no. Uh, what else? What else you have for us? What other fitness hacks can you give? Yeah. Us? So uh, I've discovered uh, you know fasting has been real good. You know, you always got to throw out there, always check with your medical care provider um, coach because there's, there's some conditions where you shouldn't be doing that. Um, but if you are cleared, fasting is a great way, especially over 40, to, to just fight the system. You know, your body's fighting against you. This is one thing you can add. And, you know, you kind of start with intermittent fasting, you know, crunching down all your meals that you're eating uh, within a, a time window that's shorter than what you were previously doing. So, you know, you try to work with a, you know, 10 hour eating window, then an eight hour eating window, if you're allowed to. And then I do a six hour eating window and it gets real hard because I'm a 200 pound guy. And for my macros, I need, you know, at least 200 grams of protein. You know, that's why I've just discovered works well for my body. And within six hours, man, that's, you got to be on point of when to eat all this to be able to even digest it and get all of it. So it's a little bit of work. Um, but uh, it just, it helps you because now the rest of the 14 hours or 16 hours that you're fasting, your body has time to break this down, actually use it. Then when you wake up in the morning, you're, you start getting into that fat burning mode. And especially if you can work out, you know, before you eat, then you're just amplifying everything. So I've gotten real good at uh, introducing that to my program and a lot of my over 40 clients. And then for some who want to take it a little bit further, you know, doing the, you know, once in a while, like once in a month, do a, you know, a 36 hour fast to really get the benefits of fasting and, and seeing what it can do for you. Um, I know since I started doing that, I did like a four month checkup on my blood work with my doctor. I, you know, asked him if it was okay first and he, he knew I knew what I was doing. So um, he cleared me and just within four months, seeing how much better my potassium, magnesium, calcium was, uh, my liver enzymes down. And I'm a social person, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And having my liver enzymes go down that much just from adding this one little thing in. And my cholesterol levels, you know, I do uh, keto. It's not for everybody, but I do keto with the fasting, whatever you think of the keto diet. But with keto, your cholesterol just naturally goes up. But in our world, with the keto world, as long as your good cholesterol goes up with it, which mine was, um, you're fine. But to see both those numbers go down by 20% and just, just in a four-month period, just from integrating that longer fasting. So, you know, real excited about, you know, telling people about that. But it is something you got to work up to and, and make sure you're working with your, uh, you know, your medical professional yeah. So. Me personally, that I don't think that's in my future. Yeah. <laughs> not, <laughs> not for thing, me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in my whole thing too. just being even a personal trainer is I'm, I'm more of a lifestyle trainer than personal trainer. You know, I 
I like to have fun, enjoy life, not fitnesses and everything. But my thing is I'm, I'm willing to work with what anyone's got. Like I know not every diet's for everybody, not every Absolutely. supplements for everybody. Like I'll, and not everything. There's some things people are refuse to give up and I'm not that militant trainer. That's going to make you do it. No, I, I take the path of least resistance. And let's you have to let find, you have that. You have to find what works for somebody because everybody's different and one, if they're not willing to stick to something, then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And two, if it's not working, then you shouldn't stick with it. You know, if you're on keto and it's not working or you're not feeling well or, you know, you might be having heart palpitations or whatever it is. I'm, I'm throwing that out there. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that happens, but, you know, say you are, say it's whatever diet it is and you're not feeling well stop do something different there's there are so many different things you can do you don't have to do just one thing but you know i also want to caution people to be like cereal dieter dieters also like don't just diet just to diet find something that actually is beneficial to to lifestyle to your life to being happy and healthy not because you're just trying to lose weight and your your eyes on the prize and you just want to lose weight like you want to be not focusing on i'm losing weight i'm losing weight i'm losing weight you want to focus on like this is what's conducive to the happiness and health of my my being my overall being i am the happiest here at this weight in this space exercising this much eating this way right so you really have to think about how you how you put all of those things together, not just like dieting. Exactly. Itself. Yeah. And that's the thing is don't don't put yourself in the box like, well, this is what society told me I had to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm just going to stick with this. Well, there's no there's nothing wrong with going out and venturing out and trying different things. And like you said, you may find out, oh, no, this doesn't work for me. I don't feel great on that. That's fine. Keep going. My whole thing is discovery. Like everyone just stops and accepts, you know, what they have. This is my lifestyle. This is what I do. And, you know, and what they have desire to get better. Well, then you need to work at it. Go, go find these things. Go listen to other people. Go try new things. So my whole thing is never to preach one thing. It's let's, let's find what makes you happy. Like you're just saying. And, you know, I'm the personal trainer that's done every diet. I've taken every supplement. I've done everything. So it's, you know, I like to consider myself a wealth of knowledge because at least I've got the experience and some of that stuff to help you. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. I've done it. I've done it. I've tried it. There are things I definitely don't like. There are things that I will absolutely caution clients not to do. But if I would say, like, if someone comes to me and says, what do you think about this? I will tell you, this is my experience with it. This is my experience with other clients with it. This is what, you know, what I suggest. Move forward. Move yeah. young Jedi. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Love it. But, you know, if, if, if they feel and have consulted with a doctor and a doctor says whatever is fine with them as well. Absolutely. I mean, I am all for it. I want, I want my clients to be successful, as successful as possible and be happy, ha- happy and healthy. Like that's your goal, right? Your goal is to have people like be the happiest they can be. And I've, you know, I've seen clients go on these restrictive diets and crazy diets and just be miserable. And you're like, why are you doing this? Why, what is the point? Like I've had clients break down and cry in front of me because they're so miserable what they're eating. I'm like, this seems terrible. Like, why? Are yeah. you, like, why? I, I don't want to be that person. Like, 
It's yeah, it's no different than, you know, I want to do something in fitness, but I hate lifting weights or I hate doing this. So don't. There's a million other things you a can do. And I promise you, one of them you're going to like. A million, absolutely. You are 100% correct. There are so many different forms of exercise that you could do. And you don't have to do just one thing. I just I just had this conversation actually this morning about that. And uh, one of my one of my friends was telling me she uh, came and did Pilates for the first time with me. And she was telling me, she's like, I just love it. It's so different because, you know, I lift weights and she's like, it's great. I love it, but it's not the same. It's not the same at all. Pilates is totally different. It's like, it's like a dance while you're lying down. And I was like, it is, isn't it? It's like you're <laughs> dancing and it's, it's like, it's something totally different. There's so many different modalities. There's so many different types of exercise that you can do that you should try different things and find one that you love and that you'll stick with. Try the Peloton, try hiking, try CrossFit, try, I don't know, Orange Theory, try them all and see which one you love and that you'll continue doing for the rest of your life or until yeah. you can't do it anymore, right? Yeah. Or, or you may or you may want to change you don't have to give up your main thing but just adding in something new like right. like for myself I, I started going to this new high-tech gym and just with the flash and all these computer systems running and all the high-tech equipment they have it like lured me in and is keeping me motivated you know I could do all the same stuff in my own gym but even trainers need trainers uh, like oh yeah I just I just need some um, place to go a new group you know I'm the king of my castle over there, but it's good to get out somewhere else and meet new people. And it's just, it's actually like 30 minutes away, which I'm typically don't drive more than five minutes anywhere, but it's gotten me to go outside my box and I enjoy the drive and listening to podcasts and I go do my thing and come back. But hey, who knows how long this will go for? But for now, it's like, it's given me the little, you know, New Year's push to, to, to kind of get me going again. Are you finding uh, are you finding more people this New Year's than ever? <laughs> for for me, traditionally, like personal training, I'm sure you you know too. Maybe Pilates is a little bit better, but for us, per private gyms, um, we are pretty steady throughout the year, and it's not a huge influx ever because we usually get the diehards that have done all that stuff, and they want you know we're serious, so they come to us, and it could be any month. It's it's more always the change gyms are always get the New Year's rush, and then the uh, there was a term for it. Someone just told me the other day. There's like a funny term for it, and they're using it on social media. But you know, after New Year's and within 20 days, that's the mark where everyone quits. <laughs> yeah, it's but that's, it's true. It's true. Like it's like 50 percent of people after the first month never go back. Yeah, I it's funny because like we do have our diehards, and pretty much we stay pretty consistent throughout the year but for some reason this year i don't it was like a, it was like a mad rush like wow. everybody's knocking down our door <laughs> i don't know what it is like everybody wants to get into pilates this year i don't know i mean we do personal training and i do stretch therapy as well so i have a couple personal trainers and um i have teachers that teach private pilates as well so we do classes and we have privates and we have personal training and like classes other classes as well like trx trx classes and weight training classes but I, I feel like people are just knocking down the door like i've never seen before well, and usually I, it usually it's not like that because exactly the same as you with personal training and being in the private private sector like private industry and having people come in it's like okay you might have 
a couple and then you stay yeah, pretty little spike and then you get a couple more and no big deal but i i don't know it's it's been very it's, interesting this year yeah it's got to be just because of covid you know how there's always like new variants that come out during the winter just because it's normal cold season Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone's all worried of what what's going to get shut down and all that. And I think last year, not not too much stuff. I mean, there were spikes in COVID, but there wasn't any shutdowns or anything. So people, all right, all right, let's wait. And then you know, now this year they know for sure nothing's going to happen. So now they're all flowing out. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think I've seen a huge shift personally. I've seen a huge shift in people. Uh, one that are more concerned about their health and two that are um, wanting more small gyms and more private, like small classes and more private sessions Um, more than I've ever seen. I mean, I've been in this industry 15 years and I don't think I've ever seen this amount of people that are as concerned about just overall health and that want that small, small group, group atmosphere. Uh, I think like that larger group, like the, you know, beach body, not beach body, but like the fit body boot camps and the mm-hmm. burn boot camps and all that with like 50, 60 people in a class was growing. And I, I've seen just a huge spike in just the people wanting that small group. You know, we don't yeah. do, we don't do more than seven or eight people in a class. So I really, I really feel that people like that attention yeah. and, and really are feeling, you know, we want to get healthy. Yeah. Well, it's good ever. to see because that's our sector. You know, we were watching, like you, like you said, the burn body, the fit body, and then uh, orange theory, I think was like number one. And I think like, everyone's like, nah, I'd rather just do smaller, more private settings. And, you know, usually more experienced people go to the private sector still. Yeah. So it's good seeing that it's kind of shifting a little bit back in our favor now. <laughs> I think so. I, and I have always felt like uh, it, it's always worried me in those larger groups and, and not to say that they don't serve a purpose because I definitely think they mm-hmm. do, but, but I, I've always wanted the smaller group because I personally, as a trainer, don't feel that I can give the attention that I need to give to each individual person. And your goal as a trainer and your goal as a coach is to make sure that your clients are working to the best of their ability and not getting hurt. So if it's safe and it's effective and that they're having fun, you're giving, you're giving them the best of you. So I, it always worried me even having 10 people or more, 15 people or more, 20 people or more. I was like, I just don't love this. I personally never loved it. I didn't like working in groups like that or training groups like that because it just was never my thing. So I always kept my groups under 10, even if I did boot camps. Um, and I think that people are really seeing that they're really seeing that that personal attention is, is a lot more, uh, effective. Yeah. Yeah, my bread and butter was uh, semi-private. So, you know, you get the individualized program that works for you. So not everyone's going to be doing the same thing. But I will be training three to four people, maybe five sometimes. Um, But it's just enough that, you know, I can make sure everyone's doing perfect form where I'm not getting lost in the sea of 20 people. Um, And then thus I can break down the cost a little bit for everyone because, at the time I started just, you know, training sessions were 80, 90, 100 sessions, just too much with after, you know, 2008. 
So that was, that's always been my thing and did, did well with it. Yeah. Found my, my semi, niche. My semi-private business kind of took a tank during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, I, I haven't been able to build it back up. So I just went back to privates and, and small groups. So that seems to be doing better for us, but so, uh, so you have, um, your podcast, mm -hmm. tell me some of the, tell me some fun guests that you've had on your podcast that you really liked on your podcast that you want to share. Yeah. So like I've had one of them, uh, really taught me a lot. Um, his name was Tim Kelly. Um, his company is called, his company was like a press company, like newspaper press type Polytope things. Polytope Press. Pol Polytope Press. Yeah. Did you, did you have him on your show? Yeah. He lives just down the street from me. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Then you can tell my, I raved about him and I still do. <laughs> But he he taught me a lot about uh, not just macros, which was our world of, you know, carbs, fats, and proteins, but really looking at your micros. So your potassium, calcium, magnesium, vitamins, and all that kind of stuff. And the real one that was fun, and I always try to challenge people, is check check out your micros. You know, just look up all the RDAs for everything. You can start there or have your doctor print you out something. And go to this uh, website um, called eatthismuch.com. Because it literally, like, you just put carrots or cook carrots. It'll literally give you every single thing, micros on there, in existence for that one product, cooked or non-cooked. Because it does change when you cook certain certain vegetables or meats. And add those up. Make yourself a big chart and, you know, put all your vitamins and your minerals, like I said. And Tim Kelly told me, like, the number one thing that would be on there would be a potassium deficiency. And holy crap, he was right. That was by far the one that was the farthest off um, low and sodium the highest. So really just executing on that. And, you know, you really got to be careful of potassium, how much you take in. And it's better just to get it from natural foods because that could start giving you like heart palpitations and mm -hmm. stuff. So really watch that one. Talk to your doctor. But uh, start with the RDA and gently get up to some of those levels. And your body just starts working better. Your workouts are better because it conducts all the electricity through your body, the, your, you know, your electrolyte balance. And for me, you know, just watching my blood pressure, I've always had genetically high blood pressure. Thank you, dad. Um, to, but to watch that in just three months, just go right back down to like a 20 year old. I'm like, oh my God, look at that. So as a trainer, only worried about fat, carbs and protein. No, after 40, you got to step up your game, everyone you know, start, start looking at all this stuff. So he was, he was fun. And then, uh, I had another one, um, Dr. Ann Griffin, she was a chiropractor, but really created a, a method of, of like an interviewing method. I'm trying to remember the name of her company. I apologize, Dr. Griffin, but, um, her thing was more of a checklist of really diving deep of why you're having your usually for pain, like why you're having your pain. Um, and instead of just blanket. Oh, your MRI says this, you must have this. No, she goes through a series of long questions and it could be, you know, nerve damage, muscle pain, something with your tendons, but it was something that she, she did this method and she can give it to every doctor out there, every chiropractor out there, every personal trainer out there who wanted to learn how to do it. And just, just helping me out with my lower back because I've had you know, a little lower back injury from moving heavy equipment and had a little accident, but just just the mindset of that was she was a real cool guest. So those are, those are kind of like the top two that I have right now. That's fun. I love it. I love that. Uh, I love that there are people out there that know they're so knowledgeable about things that you know, but don't know, you know? Yeah. Does that makes sense. I, yeah. <laughs> 
but that's a beautiful the beauty of like since doing this podcast and i'm sure you can attest to it too like you're meeting people outside of your local community i'm meeting people in like different continents all over the world everything yeah. is everyone thinks differently too and i'm trying to grab every bit of information and that's what i implore all the audience listening to do just keep just keep gaining knowledge not everything is taught you know it, for me a long beach state kinesiology class or anything like that is you know there's other stuff out there and other experts out there and it's just you know, fulfilling yeah and you learn so much you learn so much about other people's process of how they do things and why they do things with their clients and or with their patients and and how you can use it to your ability and to teach your clients as well so i i just i love that you can relate that to them too and you can relate like a potassium deficiency like most people are vitamin d deficient as well which you don't you know nobody thinks about like here in arizona or in california like we're in the yep. sun all the time how is that possible well it you don't get all of your vitamin d from the sun and most people in arizona especially in the summer don't stand outside no. because it's 175 <laughs> degrees you know so it's it's very it's very interesting that you can you can find out all these things and even though you know things you you talk to somebody else and hear it from somebody else's mouth and you're like oh yeah cool i love that so uh other people's experiences are really are really enlightening and and i just love to hear that from people but yeah. so your podcast over 40 fitness hacks uh you can find you anywhere apple google whatever you have a website as well yeah it's uh www.over40fitnesshacks.com make it real simple and it's uh you know 440 instead of spelled out okay do you have anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with today any tips or tricks or anything fun or interesting yeah just uh you know it's a brand new year i always hate to you know push the all oh, you got to do your new, new year's resolutions but it is a thing and if that's what i need to inspire someone to get going then right now it's january i'm going to use it so you know start making changes and do it you know step by step just little simple things and it's good to have a sense of accountability like you know get a trainer get an online coach um or just sign up for something and sign up for a longer package than you normally think you would that way it'll hold you accountable to doing something but all of us need a little push. We can't just do it on our own. That's just, you know, how human interaction works. So yep. Taking action. That's it. You don't just That's have, it, you don't intrinsically have motivation. You have to take action. Yep. Well, Brad, thank you so much for coming on the show. I super appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me, Gabby. You're welcome. And thank you everyone for listening and we will see you all next week.